G'day, welcome to the Sin City Podcast. It's Monday morning, there's been a big weekend of racing up there in Randwick and as per usual, Rob Scurry and Mark Roden are here to join me to review the meeting. Mark, we'll start with yourself. It was a good winning weekend for you and your subscribers. Uh, how do you feel that the day went overall? I thought it was really good days racing. Yeah, good to get a result. We had a pretty good uh, week overall, in fact. Um, really good cards. The, the group ones were looked good races on paper and both panned out that way. They were both great contests, won by very good horses. Um, we had a, oh, I won't say it was a fair track. You, probably, you wanted to be down the middle in the straight, but it was uh, it gave most horses their chance. Uh, good quality fields, good surface and good racing. And we got, got a result, more importantly. Rob, for yourself, there was plenty of horse flesh on display. Uh, we'll just touch on the two-year-olds because we won't review any of those races. But was there anything out of the two-year-old races that took your eye? Oh, look, I, I thought in the Colts, AIM um, is the best type and it's on track for, for a good race. You know, I don't think it'll make the slipper. I don't think it even wants to be in the slipper. Just think a, a race like the Sires or even the Champagne where, you know, it's a smaller field. There's, you know, some pace on. Um, I think he'll, he'll he'll run well in a race like that. The Phillies, um, I'm I'm looking to take on. The winner was good, but you know on the day it's 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 had a PR, and I don't think it's beaten much. Okay, very good. Uh, the races we will review today are races five, six, seven, and nine. We'll start in race five. The guy Walter, Group Two, over fourteen hundred for the mares. Uh, Rob, one of the horses that you've got plenty of time for. Dawn, Dawn. It's found the right race finally and uh, they've gone very fast here they've gone over 10 lengths faster to 600 they've recorded strong figures it's the best performed race of the day on the puntingform.com.au data rob just run us through the yard how'd you find them oh look i had noir on top um who's unlucky again um i'm I'm a bit dirty here because i've found dawn dawn in the numbers every start this prep and it looked a bit soft but on saturday it looked bloody cherry ripe um i think i even said you know finally fit or something on the on the text um the you know maybe i got sucked in a little bit I, I heard a whisper of the the trials for the gay horse the conda patero um yeah and, and for, for what they were saying it was parading pretty well for it it can be a bit of a head case in the ass so so maybe i got just just sucked in and look sweet deal is you know huge figures that are trained on um so yeah it it, it it was maybe unders on the day, but it's run a mighty race, you've got to say. For Hutakawa, I'm, I'm just going to continue to take on, continue to run mm. run well at, you know, well in the market. Mark, uh, for yourself, did you have an investment on race five on the weekend? I didn't. I, the one I was actually most tempted by was Conta Patero, but um, with the blinkers on first up, but I, I ended up staying out. Um, just looking at the uh, figures this morning, sweet deals put up a tremendous uh, performance considering how fast they've gone early. It was really a murderous speed. Um, she's actually gone on my ratings to the same level that she did when she walked in first up, which um, I think is a fantastic effort given the, the early pace. And that early pace has really played into the hands of Dawn Dawn. That's, you know, she was just able to do nothing at the back and she was the one perfectly suited by it. She's gone to a new new level on my figures, um, perfectly suited there. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if Sweet Deal's not knocked out by that, which is a chance, I think, when they, you know, when they do that much work early, she might come off it. But um, she's been a very consistent mare um, throughout the last couple of preps. So if she holds that form, there's definitely another win in her. Absolutely. Race six, uh, the group one surrounds stakes over 1,400 for the three-year-old fillies, otherwise known as Rob Scurry's wheelhouse. Uh, Rob, you nailed it. <laughs> uh, Probabil. Uh, just run us through the, the top contenders in this race. You had Probabil, you had Flit. 
our fun star as well. How did they parade on Saturday? Uh, look, I, I wanted to find Flit, um, who, who looks like, you know, she's still got another good run in her this prep, maybe even two. Um, obviously unsuited on the day, but the winner probably just paraded like a filly that looked absolutely perfect. And I think that's all I said on the text, which is perfect. And, um, yeah, something, you know, if I only bet on three-year-old fillies races, I'd be a richer man. Um, what else can we say? The, the, I thought Lyre was disappointing, but I haven't done the tapes, uh, but was that drawn inside? Yeah. 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 So you might want to forgive the run. She certainly looks up to it as one of the better types in the race. Um, yeah, but yeah, pretty pretty good field of fillies here, actually. Um, you know, old Kiyomichi even, just just trained onto a three-year-old that I didn't think she'd be. She's, she's actually quite a strong um, leggy type. Uh, but yeah, the second horse, Zilong, um, seems to have gone very well. Maybe horse, you've got a bit of time for, Pete. Yeah, a bit of that Melbourne form coming up. It's actually done very well, and a lot of that form that it's produced so far over its last prep in particular is pretty strong when you go back and look at it. So the price was pretty uh, tantalising given all that. Mark, for yourself, uh, what are we doing in this race going forward? Oh, really looking forward to seeing Probabil and Funstar crash again at 1600 or uh, whatever trip they happen to meet over. Uh, and and Flit, uh, although she was a bit uh, below her best on Saturday, at her best is competitive with those two. I ended up back in Probabil because the price, I, I have the three of them marked equal. I, I really mm. couldn't split them given the um, given the setup on um, on Saturday. Funstar's got the best figures for me lifetime with her flight stakes win, but she did. She was able to dictate in a small field and slow pace that day. So whether she's going to get that set up again uh, when they meet at 1600 remains to be seen. But I think um, Probabil's improved. The New Zealand win back in January before her freshen up was outstanding and um, she's run right up to that again. Uh, just on that Zilong, uh, the McAvoy filly, um, it was it was absolutely primed for the um, English sprint. And firstly, the race got called off on the Saturday. Then it got scratched at the barrier when they ran it on the Wednesday. Um, it had trailed enormous at Gawler. I was sure it was it was really set to go in the, in that race, and they've um, they missed the run and had to sort of reset the prep. Unfortunately, cost them a million bucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you see, Karen McAvoy uh, rode it that day, and then you know got vetted, and he had to take the saddle off. He threw it on the ground, so they're obviously um, <laughs> they were ready. <laughs> oh, he needed the cash, Karen. Yeah. <laughs> Rob, the other one that I didn't mind with the blinkers going back on was Missile Mantra at a big price. How did that horse parade? Like a, like a good Snowden number. Yeah, okay. I'll Could suck in me in on another day, but yeah. um, well, I, I want to see it do something before, I, you know, or, or just down in class on a Wednesday, you know, it would stand out like a sore thumb and, and win a three-year-old race with a, with a big weight or, you know, against against the three-year-old boys. But I don't know if I want to be taking it, you know, backing it in this, in this class. It was a horse that had no luck for most of last preparation and, and finally it, uh, I guess, returned to some level of form there on Saturday. Barrier but, one? Yeah, barrier one. Again. Barrier one? Probably, uh, and yeah. And what about, what about, what about Flit? No, no, no luck, surely. I haven't done the tapes, I said, but, you know, it didn't look like to be in a very good spot in the run. Race shape? Yeah, probably not. I, I've just... I've had a thing against Flit for, for most of its career in terms of as soon as it goes out of its uh, its own sex, I, I'd be prepared to take it on. But I'm not sure we're ever going to see it out of its own sex, to be honest, in uh, for the rest of its career. We'll wait and see. In retrospect, Blink is on fresh 
that twelve hundred was the the day of the honour. You know, yeah. Geez. Yeah, but you won't get that the benefit of that again. No. Yeah, well, I was I was on that day, but I was reeling off bloody the horse in the next race, Cascadian. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> a big crack at Cascadian, and just thought it was the best thing. And um, yeah, got fucking got done. He's got done again, and a bit of talking point out of the the next race. So we, we're doing that race when they bossy. We can go back to it. Yeah, sure. Yeah, exactly. That was. Oh, uh, oh just just. Just, just want to just weigh in on the on on the argy bargy. Good competitive yeah, boss, racing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Course, certainly that. Did, uh, boss got rubbed out, didn't he? I think. Uh, that's what I understood. Yeah, he, I think Boss got uh, a suspension yeah. there. I'll quickly just check. That was the Liverpool City Cup over thirteen hundred, the Group Three race four. It was a very slowly run race. Um, yeah. They've gone eight lengths slower than the the average to the to the six hundred there for the class. So particularly slow event and you really had the two leaders in Quack Jack and Vega Days dictating the race and you had a few trying to close off behind it but um, obviously Cascadian and and the other horse was imaging got in each other's way. Um, Rob did you have much to take out of that event? Other than imaging wasn't ready and I wanted to take it on um, yeah and, and got on back two horses um, for a second and a fourth it was gutting. Vega Days like a real dude and um, I am Superman. Looks like a proper, proper horse. But yeah, losing race. Quacker Jack's been one of mine. You know, I think he won the um, the time honoured uh, Christmas Cup. That what's it called? I can't believe Bilious. it's escaped me. Billius, there it is. In similar, in similar fashion. Yeah, but that time I was on him, um, and he just didn't look quite ready to me. He might actually be turning out to be a good horse. Uh, just having a look now, Boss has received an eight-day suspension. They've amended the date, so he's free to ride on Golden Slipper Day, but he'll miss the ride on Colding if he takes his place in the $5 million All-Star Mile. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Mark, for yourself, anything out of race four? Uh, I didn't bet. Poor old John Van Overmeer couldn't have done much more. He Vega Days was up in class, but you obviously had a good chance in this race at the weights, uh, and he gave it every possible. He, he um, just missed unfortunately yeah all those things had settled back um had no hope uh i noticed rob you you had something good to say about i am superman didn't you yeah yeah oh, bloody looks like a proper horse to me um yeah. like 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 a bit of it could be a fucking snowden number um yeah. but yeah horses don't parade better than this first up and for him to run fourth was was you know i backed it each way and then i saved yeah. on bag days the win so it was a fucking <laughs> strip <laughs> It was a strip, but um, yeah, I think he had every chance. Kind of loomed, loomed up, and yeah, it's run fourth, gutting. And and you know, I'm watching him while the other one looks like it's home. But you know, anyway, we we'll move on. Let's let's talk about the uh, shipping Norton or, or the tie the knot stakes, whatever you want. Indeed, the Group One 1600 meter event again, another race where they've gone very slow for the class, 5.3 lengths slow to the 600. Uh, Rob, I felt for you here because. Avilius has reeled off some really big splits, as has a lot of the back markers in this race. Obviously, Tiakau Shark uh, was the main one, but Avilius has clocked just as equally an impressive series of splits there over the last 400. But somehow, Hugh mm. Bowman found himself behind Tiakau Shark, despite he was drawn barrier seven and Tiakau Shark was drawn barrier eight, uh, barrier 12, I should say. Uh, not ideal if you've backed Avilius pre-race. Fucking hell! Look, yeah. I, I've backed, I, I, I've backed Avilius versus Dagny. That's one of the greatest bets I've ever had. Um, <laughs> first up in Australia, but Avilius is, is like a wait for age star. Like we, you, you could go to Japan, you could go to, you know, Royal Ascot. Him walking around, he just looks like ten out of ten, eleven out of ten quality. You know, 
like a proper proper horse and um wherever he goes you know i want to follow him he just just looks looks outstanding the winner um you know he's he's a, he's a character a uh, great name um but look pretty pretty well you know prime for the race mm. i'm not sure how much is in the tank with him um but yeah what, what an exciting win um the third, the second horse very elegant is a horse again i've always had a set again on type but you know, I think she's a wait for age horse, and if she gets a soft track, very elegant versus Avilius, that would be the race of you know that would be a fantastic betting race. Mark, anything, anything yeah, else uh, you want to talk about? I um, Tiago Shack doesn't really need to have anything in the tank because if he can keep performing to this level, he'll win or go very close in whatever they run him in. Mm. Um, the horses that can accelerate like that off um, only moderate sec- um, early sections, is, they are real wait for age uh, superstars, and he's one of them. Um, very elegant, who I was completely sick of and had marked as a wet tracker only. Uh, was much better than I um, thought she'd be. Uh, what, um, you'd be wanting to back Avilius against her on a wet track, would you? Oh, look, I, I, you know, I just have you a sick race to bet on, you know, yeah, just well, that's, because, so because, that's for sure. Yeah, exactly. Um, look, Wallace done some magic with her. You know, she used to be a hard going thing, or maybe it was. She seems to be settling in the run, racing a bit more generously. Yeah. Um, you know, she's a threat wherever she goes. And like a race like the Coolmore on a soft track over 1,500, you know, yeah, yeah. she she beat on maybe, yeah. She's you know, men against boys. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that was always her undoing, the tendency to um, over-race. So oh, not- I, laid, I laid the shit out of her one day on a wet track at Rose Hill when she was just pulling her head off. I think Nikita <laughs> Jane might have been in the race. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Fucking awful. Um, but yeah, look, the old the old champ, Happy Clapper, parading really, really well. Um, Dreamforce is, you know, maybe a talking point. Um, I thought he paraded well, really come on. He's sort of given up here. Um, but yeah, he, the winner. Dreamforce over-raced a bit with the blinkers back on, which I, I thought he was desperate for after his first up run. But um, yeah, he fired up a bit and seemed to bring him undone. And uh, Rob Holmesman, a bit of a scary stable change going to Andrew yeah. Friedman's yard. How did he look resuming here? Mate, I'd never seen him before, um, but he, he's a he's a strapping wait for age type. Um, he, he, a bit heavy, um, but that might just be him. I'd like to talk to Dicko and you guys about him a little bit because barrel of a rib cage, and it's it's hard to sort of gauge, you know what's fat and what's muscle on, on a horse shaped like that. Mm. Um, what, do, what, what, do, what do you think of him? I, I think he's a cracking type. Um, seems to have run a little bit disappointing here. Yeah, well, look, the only times I must say I've seen him, he's performed under expectations. I think the one run that he had uh, was in the Underwood Stakes, and I, I wasn't quite in Victoria there last year when he ran second behind Blackheart Bart, just beating the lip. But um, outside of that, he's... he's Subsequent runs were in the, the uh, Caulfield Stakes and then also the Cox Plate, where he didn't really perform to expectations on either of those occasions. So, um, yeah, just the, the stable change is probably the, the real point of interest there for that horse. But um, the market came for it, I guess, at a double-figure quote late. But um, I, certainly it was a horse that I was prepared to try and bet around unless there was a real good push from yourself. But, look, uh, an interesting race going forward, that's for sure. It'll be interesting to see what that form does, especially if some of those horses stay in Sydney or if they go uh, back down to Victoria. But 
We'll uh, finish off with race nine, which was a 1,200 metre benchmark 88. Again, another race that's gone very slowly. 7.8 lengths slow to the 600 for that class. Uh, Rob, you had Trumbull from Asherani, Royal Celebration, so taken. Um, anything that stood out to yourself in the last race? Uh, I, th I think the two, House of Cardia, has come back well. Um, so taken is another one I've always had a lot of time for, never been able to catch. Um, Royal Celebration's a bit of a myth. I don't know why it keeps starting at these prices. Uh, Rohirin probably needs pace on and probably prefer fresh, uh, but yeah, he presented pretty well. But, um, you know, slow times, I guess a, r a race to be wary of. Kim War winner, um, a little bit stinky. Mark, uh, anything for yourself out of this race? Uh, a couple of things. Uh, it was a great example of one of my uh, favourite things in racing, especially when you back them. Uh, I, I back Trumbull, but it was just beautiful to see McDonald sitting three wide facing breeze in an absolute walk. That is mm. as good a spot as you can have in horse racing. Uh, because a lot of jockeys in the slow pace uh, are still handcuffed to the idea of um, getting, you know, that lovely trail Come and getting cover. And uh, Atkins did fell victim to that on Royal Celebrations, but just when he's up there poking up three wide, closest uh, closest to the lead in clear air, I was on very good terms with myself. It was a lovely bit of riding by Joe McDonald. Very nice um, indeed. Yeah, the the other thing I'd like to mention is the horse that Rob touched on before is House of Cartier. This, it, this has been beaten about two lengths and gone to the line completely under its own steam. Um, glad to hear Rob say that it. Um, it looks well and looks to have come back well. It might not be next start, but when it gets up around to, uh, you know, the 1800 metre range, it will be winning for sure, I'd say. I was, yeah, real flashing light on uh, watching the tape of that this morning. Okay, excellent. So, uh, the, oh, sorry, go for it, Rob. Nah, no, yeah, it was in the numbers, um, House of Cardia. Did it, did it win at Gosford? It won at Newcastle on Hunter Day. All right, okay, it didn't. Anyway, I'm maybe confusing it with another John Sargent horse that might have won around New Year's time at one of those Magic Millions meets. But we move on. Um, next week, what do we got? We've got, we got wet weather. Is that the case? Oh, what are you expecting? Look that far. Is it? Is it? That's a yeah. yeah. Oh, look, it looks, looks like one to five mils on average. Which, oh, yeah. Know, yeah, it is a bit of rain Wednesday, Thursday. So, yeah, that usually affects Randwick. Oh, well, we'll see what happens. Yep, uh, week ahead, uh, we've got, I think, Kensington on Wednesday from memory. Um, so, Mark, obviously for yourself, uh, you can get your sets from Champion Bets and Winning Edge Investments. Any idea what uh, what the rest of the week's looking like for yourself? Yeah, we've got uh, start with Kembla tomorrow. Um, got a little meeting there. It looks interesting. A couple of interesting betting races, so we'll be involved there. Kensington Wednesday, as you said, and then we've got the Newcastle Newmarket meeting on Friday as well. Uh, before the weekend, so plenty on this week. It's um, exciting time of year. And Rob, for yourself, you'll be out there on Saturday. Um, mm -hmm. What's uh, what's the feature races coming up this weekend? Do you know, we've got uh, the two-year-old Dame Giselle coming back. Yep. So very keen to see how she performs. Um, and we've got the Ramwick Guineas, um, which used to be the Canterbury Stakes, I think. It's not really a time-honoured race than Ramwick Guineas. We've had some great winners in the last twenty years, but. It used to be the you know one of the Canterbury leagues over nineteen hundred at Canterbury. No, yeah. that's it. That's it. Yeah. So it, it's taken that race's place. But you know, anyway, it's, it's uh, you know great to be out. It'll be great to be out there. All right, looks like a decent enough uh, race to look forward to. All right, guys, uh, it's been good as always. We'll be back next Monday to review uh, Randwick Guineas Day. Excellent. Talk to you then. Thanks.